0: Welcome to Souls in
1: Science, a faith-based podcast that highlights the rationale for the Christian faith, leading books, authors, and thought leaders in Judeo-Christian thought as well. We highlight those as well. Sola Scriptura, Sola Fides, Sola Gratia, Sola Gloria. Welcome, and these views reflect those of my guests and I. Today, we will be discussing the divinely inspired books of Hebrews and James. The book of Hebrews focuses on the centrality of Scripture, for the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. It mentions key ideas in the Christian doctrine, the true fulfillment in Christ, the centrality of God, and leaders in the faith. Addressing main ideas, Hebrews speaks about how Jesus is superior to angelic beings and superior to the Mosaic law. Hebrews also speaks on a call to faith and endurance, and including encouragements and remarks. Moving right along, the book of James was a letter written by the brother of Jesus. which speaks on pastoral care, faith, and
0: obedience.
1: Addressing the main ideas, James speaks about the testing of faith, hearing and doing the word, the sin of favoritism, how faithful works is dead, the sin of dissension in the community, sins of the wealthy, the prayer of faith, and he concludes with admonition. And all the word of God. Chapter 1. Long ago, at many times, and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets, but in these days, he has spoken to us by His son whom he appointed the heir of all things, to whom also he created the world. He is a radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as superior to angels, as the name he has inherited is more excellent than this. Or the wish of the angels did God ever say, you are my son, today I have begotten you. Or again, I will be to him a father, and you shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the sun, he says, your throne O God is forever and ever. The scepter of a brightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? Chapter 2. Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. Since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard. While God also bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. But it was not to angels that God subjected the world to come, of which we are speaking. It has been testified somewhere. What is man that you are mindful of him, of the son of man that you care for him? You made him for a while, for a little while, lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor, putting everything in subjection under his feet. Now, in putting everything in subjection to him, he left nothing outside his control. At present, we do not yet see everything in subjection to him. all have one source. That is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers, saying, "Or tell every name to my brothers in the midst of the congregation. I will sing your praise. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children God has given me. Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise partook of the same things But because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Chapter 3. Therefore, holy brothers, you who share in a heavenly calling, consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession, who was faithful to him who appointed him, just as Moses also was faithful in all God's house. But Jesus has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses. As much more glory as the builder of a house has more honor than the house itself. For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. Now Moses was faithful in all God's house as a servant to testify to the things that were spoken to be, that were to be spoken later. But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son, and we are his house, if indeed we hold fast As it is said, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not all those who left Egypt led by Moses? With whom was he provoked for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest? to those who were disobedient. So we see that they they were unable to enter because of unbelief. Chapter four. Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fail lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. The good news came to us just as to them, but the message they heard did not benefit them because they were not united by faith with those who listened. Those who formerly received the good news failed to answer because of disobedience. Again, he appoints a certain day today, saying David, so long afterwards, so long afterward, in the words already quoted, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken of another day later on. So then, there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works as God did from his. Rested from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, Perishing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, Let us hold fast our confession. We do not have a high priest who is unable was unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but who, but one who, in every respect, has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. For every high priest chosen from among men, chapter five, for every high priest chosen um, from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men to be made a high priest, but was appointed by him who said to him, you are my son, today I have begotten you. As he says also in another place, you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications without cries and tears to him, was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was a son, he learned obedience to what he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Being designated by God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. About this we have much to say. And it is hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. But though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have the powers of discernment, trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Chapter 6. Therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. And of of instruction about washings, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. For it is impossible in this case of those who have been, who have once been enlightened. Who have tasted the heavenly gifts and have shared in the Holy Spirit. And have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the age to come. And then have fallen away to restore them again to repentance. Since they are crucifying once again the Son of God to their own harm and holding him up to contempt. For land that has drunk the rain that often falls on it and produces a crop useful to those for whose sake it was cultivated receives a blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and thistles, it is worthless and near to being cursed. And its end is to be burned. We speak in this way, yet in your case, beloved, we feel sure of better things. Things that belong to salvation. For God is not unjust so as to overlook your work and the love that you have shown for his name in serving the saints, as you still do. We desire each one of you to show the same earnestness, to have the full assurance of hope until the end so that you may be, not be sluggish, but imitators of those who, through faith and patience, inherit the promises. When God made a promise to Abraham, since he had no one greater by whom to swear, he swore by himself, saying, Surely I will bless you and multiply you. And thus Abraham, having patiently waited, obtained the promise. People swear by something greater than themselves, and all the disputes and oath is final for confirmation. where Jesus has gone as a forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Chapter 7. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. And to him, Abraham apportioned a tenth part of everything. He is first, by translation of his name, king of righteousness, and then he is also king of Salem and is king of peace. He is without father or mother or genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but resembling the Son of God, he continues a priest forever. See how great this man was to whom Abraham the patriarch gave a tenth of the spoils. And those descendants of Levi who received the priestly office have a commandment in the law to take tithes from the people, that is, from their brothers. Though these also are descended from Abraham, but this man who does not have his descendant from them receives tithes from Abraham and blessed him who had the promises. It is beyond dispute that the inferior is blessed by the superior. In the one case, tithes are received by mortal men, and in the other case, by one of whom it is testified that he lives. One might even say that Levi himself, who receives tithes, paid tithes to Abraham, but he was still in the loins of his ancestor, when Melchizedek met him. Now if perfection had been attainable through the Levitical priesthood, when the people received the law, what further need would there have been? For another priest to arise after the order of Melchizedek, rather the one named after the order of Aaron. When there is a change in the priesthood, there is necessarily a change in the law as well. For the one of whom these things are spoken belonged to another tribe, from which no one has ever served at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord was descended from Judah. In connection with that tribe, Moses said nothing about priests. This becomes even more evident when another priest arises in the likeness of Melchizedek. who will become a priest not on the basis of a legal requirement concerning bodily descent, but by the power of an indestructible life. For as witness of him, you are priests forever after the order of Melchizedek. For on the one hand, the former commandment is set aside because of its weakness and uselessness, for the law made nothing perfect. But on the other hand, a better hope is introduced, to which we join there to God. And it was not without an oath. Those who formerly became priests were made such without an oath. But this one who was made a priest with an oath, the one who said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind, you are a priest forever. This makes Jesus the guarantor of a better covenant. Former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death, from continuing in office. But he holds his priesthood permanently because he's con- because he continues forever. Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost, those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. For it was indeed fitting that we should have such a high priest, holy, innocent, unstained, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. He has no need, like those high priests, to offer sacrifices daily, first for his own sins and then for those of the people, since he did this once for all when he offered up himself. But the law appoints men in the weakness, as high priests, the word of the oath, which came later than the law, appoints a son who has been made perfect forever. Chapter 8. Now the point... There is a copy and a shadow of the heavenly things. When Moses was about to erect the tent, he was instructed by God, saying, See that you make everything according to the pattern that was shown you on the mountain. But as it is, Christ has obtained a ministry that is as much more excellent than the old as the covenant. He mediates his better, since it is enacted on better promises. But if the first covenant has been faultless for if the fir- if that first covenant had been faultless there would have been no occasion to look for a second for he finds fault with them when he says behold the days are coming to the Lord and I will establish a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah not like the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of egypt they did not continue in my covenant, and so I showed no concern for them, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, declares the Lord, I will put my law into their minds and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God. They shall be my people, and they shall not teach each one his neighbor and each one his brother, saying, Know the Lord. For they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. I will be merciful toward the iniquities and I will remember the sins no more. And speaking of a new covenant, he makes the first one obsolete. And what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. Chapter 9. Now even the first covenant had regulations for worship and an earthly place of holiness. But 10 was prepared, the first section mitry with the lamp stand on the table and the bread of the presence
0: it is called the Holy place.
1: Behind the second curtain was a second section called the Most Holy Place, having the golden altar of incense and the Ark of the Covenant covered on all sides with gold, in which was a golden urn holding the manna and Aaron's staff and it the tablets of the covenant. Above it with a cherubim of glory, overshadowing the mercy seat. Of these things we cannot now speak in detail. These preparations... Thus, been made the priests go regularly into the first section, performing their ritual their ritual duties. But into the second, only the high priest goes, as he, but once a year,
0: and not without taking blood,
1: with which he offers for himself and for the unintentional sins of the people. By this, the Holy Spirit indicates. That the way into the holy places is not yet opened, as long as the first section is still standing, which is symbolic for the present age. According to this arrangement, gifts and sacrifices are offered that cannot perfect the conscience of the worshipper, but deal only with food and drink and various washings. Regulations for the body imposed until the time of reformation. When Christ appeared as the high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation. He entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. Both the blood of goats and bulls, and the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a heifer, sanctified for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, so that since the death has occurred that redeems them. From the transgressions committed under the first covenant for where will is involved the death of the one who made it must be established but will takes effect only at death since it is does not enforce as long as the one who made it is alive therefore not even the first covenant was inaugurated without blood when every commandment of the law had been declared by moses to all the people he took the blood of calves and goats without. He took the blood of calves and goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop, and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people, saying, "This is the blood of the covenant that God commanded for you." And In the same way, he sprinkled with the blood both the tent and all the vessels used in worship. Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Enters the holy places every year with blood not his own. But then he would have had to suffer repeatedly since the foundation of the world. But as it is, he has appeared once for at the end of the ages to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment. So Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time
0: not to deal with sin.
1: to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. For, chapter 10. For since the law has but a shadow of the good things to come instead of the true form of the real, of these realities, it can never, by the same sacrifices that are continually offered every year, make perfect those who draw near. Otherwise, would they not have ceased to be offered? Since the worshippers, having once been cleansed, would no longer have any consciousness of sins but in these sacrifices there is a reminder of sins every year what is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins consequently when christ came into the world he said sacrifices and offerings you have not desired but a body have you prepared for me in burnt offerings and sin offerings you have taken the pleasure then I said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God, as is written of me in the scroll of the book. And he said above, You have neither desired, nor taken pleasure in sacrifices, and offerings, and burnt offerings, and sin offerings, these are offered according to the law. And he added, Behold, I have come to do your will. He does away with the first in order to establish the second. And by that will, we, were, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest stands daily at a service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. When Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. But by a single offering is perfected for all time those who are being sanctified, and the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us for after saying, "This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days declares the Christ of the Lord. I will put my laws on their hearts and write them on their minds and their minds Then I will remember their sins. And their lawless deeds no more. Where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer an offering for sin. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that He opened for us to the curtain, that is through his flesh. Since we have a great peace over the house of God, let us draw now with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering but he who promised is faithful and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. How much worse punishment do you think will be deserved by the one who has trampled on the foot of the Son of God, and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he he was sanctified, and has outraged the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, and again the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Recall the former days when, after you were enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction, and sometimes being partners with those so treated. For you had compassion on those in prison, and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property, since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and an abiding one. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward, for you are in need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive this promise. For yet a, will, a little while, and the coming one will come and will not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith, and if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. Now, faith, chapter 11. Now faith is an assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. By it, the people of old received their commendation. The people of old received their commendation. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of, the, of things visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain to which he was commended as righteous, God commending him by accepting his gifts, and through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death, and he was not found because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For Whoever would draw near to God believe believed that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear, constructed an ark for the saving of his people, of his household. In reverent fear, constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this he con- condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance, and he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise as in the foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. He was looking forward to the city that has foundations, which designer and builder is God. By faith, Sarah herself, Received power to conceive, even when she was past the age, since she considered him faithful with promise. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born descendants as many as the stars of heaven, as many as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar having seen them and greeted them from afar, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For people who speak, thus make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of that land from which they had gone out, they would have had the opportunity to return. As it is, they desire a better country, that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it was said, Through Isaac, shall so your offspring be you named. He considered that God was able even to raise him from the dead from which, figuratively speaking, he did not He did receive him back. By faith, Isaac invoked future blessings on Jacob and Esau. By faith, Jacob, and dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph, bowing in worship over the head of his staff. By faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave directions concerning his bones. by faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish for those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword were made strong out of weakness because became mighty in war put foreign armies to flight women received women received back that dead by resurrection some were tortured refusing some were tortured refusing to accept release so that they might rise again to a better life others suffered mocking and flogging leaving chains and imprisonment they were stoned they were sawn in two they were killed with the sword. They ran about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy. Running about in deserts and mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And all these, though commended to faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us. But apart from us, they should not be made perfect, since God had provided something better for us. Apart from us, they should not be made perfect. Chapter 12. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus. And have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses your sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord. No, be wary when reproved by him. So the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son and he receives. It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is the whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Besides this, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subject to this father, to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time, as it seemed best to them. He disciplines us for our good, that we may share his holiness. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields a peaceful the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lift up your drooping hands. Lift up your drooping hands and strengthen your weak bones and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See to it. That no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and by it many become defiled; that no one, especially a moral or unholy like Esau, whose sold his birthright for a single meal, for you know that afterward, when he desired to inherit the blessing, he was rejected, for he found no chance to repent, that we saw it with tears. For you have not come to what may be touched to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn, one in world in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See that you do not refuse him who is speaking, for if they did not escape when they refused him, Who want them on earth, much less will we escape if we reject him who wants from heaven. At that time, his voice shook the earth. And now he has promised, yet once more, I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. This phrase, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are shaken, that is, things that have been made, in order that the things that cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And thus, let us offer to God acceptable worship with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire.
0: Chapter 13.
1: Let brotherly love continue. Don't neglect to show hospitality to strangers for thereby some of entertained angels unawares. Remember, those who are in prison, as those are in prison with them, and those who are mistreated, since you also are in the body. Let marriage be held in honor among all, and let, mar- and let the marriage bed be undefiled. For God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Keep your life free from love of money. Be content with what you have, for He has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, The Lord is my helper, I will not fail. What can man do to me? Remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God, consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Don't be led away by diverse and strange teachings. For it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods which have not benefited those devoted to them. We have an altar from which those who serve the tent have no right to eat. The bodies of those animals whose blood is brought into the holy places by the high priests as a sacrifice for sin are burned outside the camp. So Jesus also suffered outside the gate in order to sanctify the people through his own blood. Therefore let us go to him outside the camp and bear the reproach he endured. For here we have no lasting city, but we seek the city that is to come. But through him, then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, as the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Obey your leaders and submit to them, they are keeping watch over your souls. As those who will have to give an account, let them do this with joy and not with ruling, for that would be of no advantage to you. Pray first, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience. Desiring to act honorably in all things, I urge you more earnestly to do this in order that I may be restored to the use the sooner. Now, I'm in the God of peace who brought again the dead. Our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I appeal to you brothers, bear with my word of exhortation, I have written to you briefly. You should know that our brother Timothy has been released with whom I shall see you if he comes soon. Greet all your leaders and all the saints those who come from Italy, send you greetings. Grace be with all of you. So continuing on, again, we are reading from the English Standard Version. Now let's look at the book of James. Chapter 1. James, the servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tri- tribes in the dispersion. Greetings. Greetings. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness, and that steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts like a wave of the sea, that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. Let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation and the rich in his humiliation, because like a flower of the grass, he will pass
0: away. For the sun rises with
1: its scorching heat, and withers the grass, its flower falls, and its beauty perishes. So also will the rich man fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast in the trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil. He himself tempts no one. Each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. And desire, when it, is, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my brother, but our brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first first-fruits of his creatures. Know this, my beloved brothers, that every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, and receive with meekness, an implanted word which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. But if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in the mirror. But he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty and perseveres, being no hearer. Will forget, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God, the Father, is this. To visit orphans and widows in their affliction, and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Chapter 2. My brothers, show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ If you show partiality, you are committing sin, not convicted by the law as transgressors. As transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become guilty of all of it. For he who said do not commit adultery also said do not murder. If you do not commit adultery, but you but do murder, you have become a transgressor, trans- transgressor of the law. So speak, and so act to those, as those who are to be judged under the law of liberty. For judgment is without mercy to one who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food. And of he says to them, Go in, peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body. What good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person? That faith apart from works is useless? Wasn't Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works. And faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. You see, that person is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way, was not also Rehab the prostitute justified by works? When she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead. Chapter 3. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers. For you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. We all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says... He's is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. We put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us. We guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder, wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among a member, stained the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and on fire by hell. Every kind of beast and bird, reptile and sea creature, can be tamed, and has been tamed by mankind. But no human being, being no human being contains the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father. With it we bless our Lord and Father. And with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening, both fresh and salt water? And a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives, or grapevine produce figs, neither can a salt pour and yield fresh water. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition, but if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false. The truth, this is not the wisdom that comes from, comes down from above, but it's earthly and spiritual, demonic. For so where jealousy and selfish ambition exists, there will be disorder and every vile practice. The wisdom from above is first pure and peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. Impartial and sincere. And the harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. God causes quarrels and causes fights among you. Is it not this that your passions are within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You govern and cannot retain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask only to spend it on your passions. You adulterous people, do you not know that the friendship? Friendship with the world is enmity with God. Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit that he has made us, that he has made to dwell in us? He gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God, resist the devil, resist the devil, and you will flee from me. Join the God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be wretched, and mourn, and weep. And you'll have to be turned to mourning, and enjoy the gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. you Do not speak evil against one another, brothers? The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law who judges the law. If you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is only one lawgiver judge he who is able to save and to destroy but who are you to judge your neighbor come now you who say today or tomorrow you will go into such and such a town spend a year there and trade and make a profit yet you don't know what tomorrow will bring what is your life For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes instead you are to say if the Lord builds we will live and do this or that as it is you boast in your arrogance all such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him is sin. Chapter 5. Come now, you rich, creep and how far the miseries are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver have corroded and their corrosion will be evident to, to you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have laid up treasure in the last days. Behold the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields. You kept back by fraud are crying against you. And the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived on the earth in nutrients and self-indulgence and in self-indulgence. You have fattened your hearts in the day of slaughter. You've condemned and murdered the righteous person. He does not resist you. Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth. Being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts. For the coming of the Lord is done. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, you consider those who are blessed, who remain steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Above all, my brothers, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath. Let your uh, yes be yes, and your know no be known, so that you may not fall under condemnation. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as is working. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And three years and six months it did not rain on the earth. And he prayed again, and heaven gave rain. And earth bore its fruit. My brothers, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone brings him back, I him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. This is God's word. Once again, we're reading from the English Standard Version: the book of James and the Book of Hebrews. This is Soul is in Science, a faith-based podcast. It highlights the rationale for the Christian faith, leading in books, authors, and thought leaders in Judeo-Christian thought. Sola Scriptura, Sola Fides, Sola Gratia, Sola Di Gloria. Thank you for listening, and these views reflect those of my guests and I.
0: Thanks again for listening.